Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, guys, welcome back to uh, Starcastic Remarks. Alongside nobody tonight, it's just me. You're stuck with me. Welcome to my hotel room in San Antonio. Uh, we are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. They're the sponsor for our podcast, this episode, and all of THPN. Uh, there, you might get a little bit of a yelly, screamy man tonight uh, from me and the and the way this game went. The Dallas Stars are now 0-4-2 against the Maple Leafs in the last six games, and they lose by a final score of 5-4 to tonight. There are multiple multiple things that we could talk about with this game this evening and the frustration continues for me with this the the, the biggest issue for me is i thought was going to be the penalty kill tonight i, I thought that was going to be what i was going to have the most issues with this evening and it's not the the thing that i'm especially hacked off about is the response and taking their foot off the gas once they tied the game. When you're gifted, okay, maybe gifted is the wrong word, but when you're given a penalty shot and he and then your guy who is not has not played the best and he's a bottom six guy, and he goes and he scores his second goal of the game, he ties the game, you're on a second night of a back-to-back, you can't take your foot off the gas like the Stars did. The response that they had after that really really hacked me off that's what i'm more mad about than than anything in tonight's game and just there there was no response they slowed down and it went exactly the way that i thought it was going to go uh my, my coworker was here in the room with me and uh i they uh, johnston scored the fourth goal and and 
I, I think he was expecting me to be a little bit more excited. And I was just like, uh, nope, that, that doesn't matter. They're not going to score. They're not going to score again. So I, I just had no hope. I had no hope for this game after they, after Dodonov tied it. So um, it is, since it is just me here tonight, I would love to know y'all's comments, uh, y'all's thoughts on this game. Leave them down in the comment section down below. And I will definitely get be getting to those tonight as uh, I don't have anybody else to bounce ideas and thoughts off of here tonight. So uh, obviously the big thing coming into this game that we got to talk about is the penalty kill. This is exactly something that we talked about and me specifically that I talked about just last night and the fact that the penalty kill and there's no way they're top 10 anymore after a lot going over three on the penalty kill over three on the penalty kill. It has slowly been trickling, and now it's turned into Niagara Falls. And we've had a couple of games now, uh, one against Detroit where we allowed three goals, and now this game against the Maple Leafs where we allow three goals on the power play both times. You know, we we just take away, like, one of those goals, and the Stars are in overtime right now, and this game's not over. I mean, it, it, it's the penalty kill has got to be better. The penalty, penalty kill has absolutely got to be better. And here's the here's the thought process first. When you look at the penalty kill, who are taking up a majority of the minutes? You look at Yanni Hockenpah and Essa Lindell. That seems to be the thing that they're really, really good at. That should be the thing, and that's why they keep their roles on this team right now. When you have a game like this, and your strong suit is the reason why you lose the game, then you have no effectiveness and you should not be in this lineup. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I love the two guys to death. And I have I've really been standing up for for Lindell, especially because of how well he's he's done for the stars over the course of his career. Yanni Hockenpah, uh, he's being asked to step up into a top four role when he's more suited for a bottom pairing role because we have guys like Hanley and Lundquist and Suter who also should not be playing top four top four minute roles. And, but when when you can't do your your basic duty of your team, when that's like your strong suit, you you lose all effectiveness and all reason why you should be in the lineup. Done done then and there. That's the way that that's my thought process on that. Now I'm I'm going to kind of transition away from penalty killing and kind of just talk about the the defense in general tonight and all of them. Okay, yeah, Mato, that you. I'm normally a Hanley Stan, and I'm all for him. He was god-awful tonight. Absolutely god-awful with the penalties that he took, the pinch that he made that allowed for one of those goals that put it up 4-3 to three or 5-3. to three. I didn't even get a chance to write the notes down on my phone before they scored their fourth and fifth goal. I was all excited about the fact that we were <laughs> we had tied the game. So, I don't know. But the... And, and it wasn't just Hanley tonight, though. It, it was it was Harley too. It it was absolutely Harley as well. And I know that we should be focusing on some of the good things that those guys do. But Hanley was awful, and Harley made several really questionable decisions in his own zone. There were just turnovers left and right. Now it was better than last game, and they they really came out better in this game compared to last night. 
but they they were seriously a liability. Uh, y'all are taking the words straight out of my mouth here. Uh, Ardell over here, Harley and Miro were a liability five on five in the third. Uh, Matzo, Harley had multiple careless turnovers. Yes, exactly. Um, and then I saw a comment from Ardell. I think you should focus on using Miro and Harley in a more judicious fashion, Ryan. Focusing on Hawk and Paul and Lindell are short-sighted. And, and, and maybe it is. You're, you're a little bit right on that, Ardell. But it's specifically with the, the penalty kill. That's why I was kind of talking about that. But th they just all looked rough tonight. And, and I'm... I'm tired of making excuses. I really am. It, it feels like when we have these games that it, it it we're like, oh, well, they did really good in this stuff, and yeah, they got the overtime loss, and they, yeah, they kept it close, and yeah, but like, yeah, you know, we're on a sick at night of a back-to-back, -back, and you know, we just came back from the, the All-Star break, or you know, they, they've been doing really... I I don't care. I really don't. You cost yourself the game. This is another this is another game where instead of the team beating us, we let we beat ourselves. We did. The penalty kill was not good enough. And you 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 don't allow I mean, you just do one. Just get one where you kill it off. And this game was better. I, I mean, that is really maybe I'm being short-sighted on that, and maybe I, I should be less harsh when it comes to that but i'm sorry i'm a fan and the thing is is I, i'm not a coach i'm i i'm not in the locker room so i i'm looking at it from a fan standpoint i don't care you had an opportunity to win this game tonight you had an opportunity to to get a point out of this game tonight and your penalty kill let you down and then when you had the opportunity to at least keep it tied to at least get i would just be happy with a point tonight I really was based off of how bad the penalty kill was. And you squander both both things. You do. And I, I'm I'm not trying to be that guy, but when you look at the end of the season and you get to game 82 and you're looking at the standings and I don't think it will affect the Stars as much as it will some of these other bubble playoff teams that we talk about. But then you start asking yourselves those what ifs. Like, what if Wedgwood had just made a save on that Marner goal? He, he I, I honestly think he should have had that. That should not have been a goal. The defenseman, I, I forget who was in front of him. He, he was covering the other guy, and all Wedgwood had to do was make the save, and it was not a good, not a good effort by him there. The, you're, you're gonna ask all these what ifs, and when you go back later in later, when you look back. You're going to be like, what if we had gotten the point there? And that might this point tonight, just getting a point tonight might be the difference between having home ice advantage and not having home ice advantage. So, I again, maybe I'm just being too harsh on this team and everything like that, but that's just my feeling right now. And it, it, maybe y'all need to cool me down a little bit. I'm, I'm cooking a little bit, but... Um, Anyways, let's get to some of y'all's comments over here because I've pretty much touched everything that I really wanted to get onto. Uh, there was one I really wanted to talk about. Yeah, De Ardell over here. Delandria and Hanley should not have played tonight. Absolutely. That that. Well, 
I disagree with you a little bit on Delandria. I thought he had a, a pretty decent game, but Hanley, absolutely. Hanley should not have been in this game. But the the problem is, is I mean, what's the what's your other option? Are you gonna leave Lundquist in? He it's not like he's playing much better. And this all goes back to Jim Nil, please, please, for the love of God, go out and get a defenseman at the trade deadline. Please. <laughs> I don't even care if it's like so, like, just get somebody else outside of the organization that is not comfortable that needs to be able to play top six minutes. I'm, I, I'm somebody, somebody, anybody. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has got you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus. Bets. Just to give you some odds for the game for your Super Bowl MVP, you can bet for Mahomes to get it at a plus 125, Brock Purdy at a plus 225, or if you want to go even further, maybe you go for Brandon Ayuk at plus 6,000 or even George Kittle at plus 6,000. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code THPN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And I, I know a lot of people really want to go out and get like a, a Chris Tanev or something like that to help fix the defense. But the problem is, guys, if you go out and you get one of these quote-unquote bigger names, which, yes, he's a bigger name, but he's not like a top-two defenseman. He might fix our, our defense. He might not. And then a player like that is going to have a huge, huge, huge price tag attached to him. We saw that trade for uh, Elias Lindholm. I think they the Flames got back like five different assets. There's no way the Stars ever make a trade like that. And Jim Nell has absolutely said, said he's not going to look at trades like that. That's ridiculous. You should not be making trades like that. When you look at the Sean Monaghan trade where he goes to Winnipeg, Winnipeg gives up a first-round pick for Sean Monaghan? I'm sorry, but no, that's not... No, that is absolutely something that you don't do if you're the Stars. But and then okay, I knew this was going to come up too. Uh, Joe Mama saying, "Nah, just grab Sean Walker." They're looking for a first round pick for Sean Walker, who like nobody, nobody knew who he was before this season started. He comes from, he, he comes from, I believe it was from L.A. He he's with the Flyers now, but he was with somebody else before that. But uh, it's just not. He's not worth a first-round pick. He's not. And the, the what has kept the Stars so good for so long and the fact is that, you know, 
Jim Nell keeps his first round picks because those are normally more valuable, even if they're a mid round or a late round first round pick compared to trading away the first round pick to get somebody. And you know who is a perfect example of why we shouldn't trade away our first round pick? Nils Lundqvist. We gave up a first round pick for Nils Lundqvist, who is consistently getting scratched even tonight. So for, for people who are saying, oh yeah, just trade a first round pick. No. No, that that you don't do that. No, you don't do that. Absolutely don't do that. So I I, I just don't know what it's going to take to get somebody here. What I'm hoping for is that the stars are looking at a under the radar player, which is normally what Jim Nell does. He normally does that really, really well. And he just is able to kind of slide it under from the other team, I guess. I, I, I don't really know. Kind of like what he did when he traded Darius, Dennis Garyanov away and got Dodonov in return. That absolutely worked out. Even with Dodonov on the fourth line or the third line, wherever he is, it is a that is a great deal that he did. We need some a trade like that where we can get a player that is able to play on our defensive core. Because right now, the only players... Well... I don't even know if you can really rely on Harley even after tonight's game. I'm exaggerating a little bit. I'm just just from the emotional aspect of the game. But, like, Miro is really the only defenseman you can really lean on consistently to get a game-to-game -game basis where he's pretty good. But, I don't know. Y'all let me know more of your thoughts over here in uh, the comment section. We'll, we'll see if we can... Uh, Get going on some of these some of these ideas. Uh, let's see, Joe Mama. Uh, how good do you think Tanev is, Ryan? And honestly, I don't know. I, I hear a lot of good things about him, but the problem is, is that that's based off of other people's opinions and from what I hear from uh, other other guys that I talk to within the hockey world. I honestly don't know how good he is. I need to go and watch some Calgary Flames games, I guess. Uh, Richard Saunders, uh, how trade our prospects and our one pick. Uh, I just, you know, you, you know, you have to know that anybody, the stars approach with a trade, if it's a top four defenseman, like, a, a like a number three, number four defenseman, they're going to be looking at Maverick Borker, Logan Stankoven. That's, that is the deal that they are going to be looking at. If you're the other team, you want one of those guys in return. And I'm not willing to part with either one of those guys. There's no reason why, why you should do that. Like, okay. So let, let's just put Chris Tanev in there. For example, if you look at what the flames got for Elias Lindholm, you're looking at Stankoven probably plus another player to make the salary work going the other way. Maybe Foxa, or I don't know, maybe you trade away, uh, maybe even Dodonov. I don't know, maybe, but we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see. But it's just not worth it. You you cannot. You have a really good team right now, and you cannot mortgage your future to try and go out and get that now. Is this team in a position to go deep in the playoffs? Yes. Is this a slam dunk team right now? No. Absolutely not. And the reason why it's not a slam dunk team is because of the defense.
how are you going to fix the defense? You have to be willing to part with something. And it, they're not they're not going to take <laughs> they're not going to take Radic Fox uh, for for Chris Tanev. I wish, trust me. Uh, I I I wish they would do that, but that is not going to is not going to happen. So I saw an interesting comment over here. Let's see. Um I thought I saw a Radko Gudis comment, but now I can't find it. Um, Radko Gudis would be interesting, but he—I think he still has three years left. Yeah, that—that that, yeah, that—that's that would be a deal breaker for me right there. He's—he's uh, he's not worth the contract he's on at three years. You don't want a guy like that who is aging, who still has three years on his contract. I, I don't even know what his cap hit is, to be completely honest with you, uh, either. So, okay. Uh, Ardell's telling me to calm down. So, <laughs> so I will calm down. It, it's, it, I'm sorry. It's just my fandom. I'm so frustrated with the, with the issues tonight that this is a game they should have won. And I'm tired of losing to the Dallas Cowboys of the, of the NHL. Let's be honest there. Okay. Looking at some of the stats tonight, uh, shots on goal. Dallas wins the first period and shots on goal 10 to four. It's uh, tied in the second, 12 to 12. Toronto takes it 15 to nine in the third. There wasn't much pushback from the Toronto Maple Leafs, or excuse me, from the Dallas Stars in the third period. There just wasn't enough. The faceoff percentage, they win it, but they that they normally always do, uh, 55 to 45%. And then uh, the, the big glaring statistic, obviously, is the power play. Three for three for the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Stars go one for four. Technically two for five if you include the penalty shot. It was actually a, a pretty heavy-hitting game tonight. It was 36 to 31 in, in hits in favor of the uh, Maple Leafs. And there was also some chippiness here tonight as well. You had uh, Mason Marchment kind of getting in with it with uh, Jake McCabe, which I, I didn't see exactly what happened to Jake McCabe, but I'm sure he had some, some reason for being upset about that. And... I'm I'm sure that Mason Marchment did something that was kind of on the uh, iffy end. And then uh, also Jamie Benn kind of getting into it a little bit. Uh, in the third period, around the 13-minute mark, I think it was, he was getting a, a little chippy there uh, as well. The, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about tonight, and I was actually really, I was actually really, really excited about this, is at the end of the first period, I was just like, hey, we're actually getting some depth scoring from our team. Normally, we're relying on the top two lines, and we didn't get a goal from the top two lines until the end of the game from Wyatt Johnston. So, I mean, Jamie Benn had a goal tonight with the third line, which the third line was pretty good tonight, for especially in the first two periods. Um, the Donoff gets two, including, that, including the uh, penalty shot. Then you also had... Uh, you also had uh, Delandria getting on the score sheet as well, which was really good. It's really good for him to get on the score sheet, uh, playing his third game since January 3rd. So oh, there were some good things here tonight. I was just really frustrated in the fact that this is a game the Stars should have won again, and I feel like that has happened a lot, <laughs> especially this year. Uh, especially this year, it really felt like it really feels like there is a, a lot of games that they, they should have won. So I took a picture of the, the little graphic that the broadcast put up 
tonight uh, talking about the penalty kill. And uh, I I'm going to be reacting to this live, cause seeing it, because I haven't seen it yet. So, penalty kill problems. The first 25 games versus the last 25. So, and the first 25 games, they allowed only 11 power play goals. They were shorthanded 84 times, and their penalty kill percentage was at 86.9%. So, and that was good for fourth in the NHL. So, very good. Very good through the first 25 games. But the last 25 games, even though they've been shorthanded less, uh, they've, they've only been shorthanded 72 times. They have allowed 16 power play goals. And the penalty kill percentage was at a 77.8. That makes them 19th in the league. So, you know, honestly, looking at this, the, the percentage looks really bad. And especially the, when you look at the NHL rank compare for the stars for the first 25 versus the last 25, that is pretty glaring as well. But the stars have only given up five extra power play goals. So I don't really know how I feel about that. It, it's it, but it's an obvious thing because we've seen a lot of power play goals over the course of the last two games. And then like the last five or six games before the all-star break. So that's kind of deceptive. I don't know. I, I, I need, I'll, I'll get back to y'all on that and see what, see, see where the penalty to kill stats kind of take me. We'll, I'll, I'll do a deep dive into those. Uh, this evening, but I'll go ahead and do my biggest winner and biggest loser tonight. Uh, my biggest winner, I obviously got to give it to Evgeny Dodonov. Uh, Dodonov tonight was excellent. Like he he gets two goals in, tonight, and he's been in a depth role. I, I know this has been I know this has been kind of a thing with uh, a couple of Stars fans lately, but I, I think still needs to go back down to the fourth line, and you need to move Dodonov. Up back up to the third line. And it may it may even be time for Johnson to come back down to the third and put Pavelski back up on the top line. I, I'm not it because right now the, the current construction did not work in the last two games. So maybe you give it another game and just let let it see if the rust finally kind of dusts off or, or whatever, and maybe they get back to the way they were playing before the all-star break and cause Johnston looked great up on that top line, or maybe if they have another game like this on Saturday against, uh, I already forgot who they're playing on Saturday. It's at noon. That's all I remember. If they don't play as well on Saturday, then maybe the next game you, you go back to the, the old setup with Pavelski on the top line, Dodonov on the, the third line with Johnston and Ben and put Steele back on the fourth line. I, I, I'm not sure what what the correct way is to go there. If you just pull the plug now and and go straight back to those lines, or if you give it another game or two, I, I'm kind of still leaning more towards the the letting it go for another game or two and let's see if it works. But uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that how that goes. The 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 defense pairings. I don't even know what you do because you you, you got to break you got to break things up and and make it fresh. And it, I, I'm including. Uh, the penalty to kill as well. I, I think it's time to to split those two guys up and maybe it gets better because right now it's absolutely not working. And maybe we can see 
Harley with 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 uh, Hawk and Paw or with you know just try something because the the D pairings five on five and on the penalty kill are not working right now. Put it in a blender, see what happens. And Hanley needs to be out. Lundqvist needs to be back in because Lundqvist played better than Hanley did. Just saying. Don't care if it was a back to back. Lundqvist should have played again tonight. Um, for my biggest loser. I'll I'll do it again for the second straight game. I'll give it to the decor. The whole decor. There, yes, there were some other defensemen who kind of stuck out more than others. Obviously, Harley with some of his really bad turnovers, and Hawk and Paw as well with a couple of really bad turnovers. Hanley trying to pinch at the absolute wrong time when you just went down a goal, and I understand he's. He's thinking, okay, offense, offense, offense. We got to get it back. Not right after the goal, man. You just try to solidify and calm the emotions a little bit. Okay? They had all the momentum at that point. Chill. Calm the emotions down. And then, uh, who else? Lindell, Lindell was okay. Lindell was okay tonight. He had a couple of good D plays, but still, it, he he's not the same as the Lindell that we saw a couple of years, even a couple of years ago. So, I, I really would like to see everybody play way better and you we just gotta use the high flip use the high flip i can't remember which brother said that it was chris or james said we got to utilize the the high flip way more because these our, our our decor is just not able to move the puck fast enough outside of mira haskinen he's the only one that does not consistently turn over the puck every single game and even then, he has had some issues the last couple of games. <coughs> uh, excuse me. Okay. Um, that's going to do it here for me tonight. I appreciate those of you who are listening live. We had a bunch of people here tonight. Um, maybe it was just me and I need to chill out a little bit. But especially with this game, I was very, very frustrated. And again, I was more frustrated at the fact that the that the stars kind of just laid back after they got the third goal. They're just like, Oh, okay, we're good. We're we can chill out now. Everything's good. And then they allow two goals in the next, what what was it? 50 seconds, I think, whatever. So that's my thoughts for the evening. Um, there's more of y'all that are listening later. Appreciate y'all for doing that as well. Go and check out starcasticremarks.com for all the latest info on our podcast. It's where we, where you can first listen to the Dallas Stars podcast. You can also listen to it anywhere you get your podcast. Please consider leaving a five-star review anywhere you listen. Click like and subscribe here on the YouTube channel. Follow us on all of our social media stuff. Join that Discord server. We're still looking for some Who Cares segment uh, options for us because we're starting to run out of some ideas. So please go and uh, join our Discord server as well. Along with nobody tonight, <laughs> my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side, and we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. And we will be back with you guys on Saturday after the Dallas Stars take on the Montreal Canadiens. We'll see you all then. Good night. <laughs>